Welcome to the City Church Sermon Podcast. City Church is a new church located in the city of Frisco, Texas, just north of Dallas. Our hope and prayer is that the following message can serve as an encouragement and as a blessing and inspiration in your walk with Christ. If you have any questions about City Church and want more information about us or you want to visit during one of our Sunday celebrations, please visit us online at citychurchfrisco.org or email us at hello at citychurchfrisco.org. If you would like to contribute financially to this ministry, you can do so at citychurchfrisco.org slash give. Thank you for listening. So he was one of the first tight ends that actually changed the way the tight end position was played, right? So they started actually catching passes, okay? So that changed the whole dynamic of the game, okay? So now teams had to prepare for a tight end now that was an extra receiver, okay? So when this title Game Changers came to my mind, well, of course, he came to my mind. So David from the Bible was also a game changer, okay? He was a very dynamical person, okay? He would bring something different to every situation, okay? He would see things from a different perspective, from a different angle, okay? So I'm going to go ahead and uh, we go ahead and read this, uh, this story here in, in 1 Samuel 17, 40. It says, then he took his staff in his hand. He's talking about David here. Chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and in his sling in his hand, and approached the Philistine. Meanwhile, the Philistine with his shield barrier in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was a little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. So we see Goliath here now being a hater, right? He sees David and says, hey, man, that boy looks way better than I do. He says to David, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his God. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. David said to the Philistine, so he's, so he's hearing Goliath out, and he says, okay, I'm hearing what you have to say, but how about this? I'm going to tell you this. All right, so David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spirit and javelin. But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, God, of the God, of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut your head off. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is God in Israel. All those, gathered, all those gathered here will know that it is not my sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. So I want to go ahead and focus the message on the title, Kill Your Giants. Kill Your Giants. So we all, time to time, have giants that we have to face. 
Some of those giants could be adversity. Some of those giants could probably be a sickness. Some of those giants could probably be fear. Maybe losing a loved one. Some of those giants could probably be losing your job. Part of David's formation was God placing him in some difficult situations. In those difficult times, David learned to trust God and walk under God's direction. So I'm sure many of us have heard the story of David, especially me. I mean, growing up in the church is something in Sunday school we would always hear about the story of David. But I feel that David's story contains some helpful tips. All right. So if we were to follow those, it would help us to live a victorious life. So this day of David begins like any other day for him. Okay, he wakes up in the morning, plans to tend his sheep, okay? So he does his normal thing every morning. I don't know if he gets, grabs a cup of coffee. He goes out to tend his sheep. So he does the same things he had done day after day, months after months. It was the same thing, but this day was actually going to be different. But he didn't know that yet. And that particular morning... David's father, Jesse, tells him, hey, David, I'm going to need you to go out and visit your brothers, his brothers that were in the military. He tells him, you know what, I need you to go and see how your brothers are doing, go kind of check out what's going on. Go ahead and take this food that I've prepared for them and come back and report to me. So those were his instructions, you know, just go check it out and come back. When he arrives, he finds that the military of Israel was shaken up. They were scared by the threats of Goliath the giant. He saw how the army would just hide in their tents, and he would hear just how Goliath would insult their God and put to shame the people of Israel. So this day for David had started like any other day, but before the day was over, he would find himself face to face with Goliath. So I want us to go ahead and think about this for a moment. Isn't that what happens when the giants presents themselves in our lives? They rarely let you know that they were coming. You get up in the morning and you think your day is going to be like any other day. You prepare your day the, day, the night before you set your clothes out, I'm going to wear this, and then after work, I'm going to go ahead and do this. And do, We go ahead and plan our days out, and we do not plan for these certain issues to come up, for these certain problems or adversities to come and present themselves in our lives. But out of nowhere, we find ourselves face-to-face -face with a giant. Out of nowhere, we find ourselves face-to-face -face with a problem. Your day was going fine, but then out of nowhere, you receive an unexpected phone call with some bad news. Your day was going fine, but out of nowhere, a bad situation comes up in your life. Most problems get us by surprise. They ever let you know that they're coming. They say, hey, you know what? Tomorrow you're going to be in a car wreck. No, we don't know. Many times these things just come up at unexpectedly. And when those hard moments come in our lives, some of us freak out. Some of us get upset. Some of us may get sad and depressed. 
When these adversities come, some of us might just run away, make seem like it'd be easier if we just run away from these problems. Everybody's different. But if we are going to survive when the problems come, we need to understand that the giants just don't show up. From our perspective, they may seem that way, but from God's perspective, it is all part of a perfect plan. When those times comes, we need to trust that the Lord is on our side and that he has our back. If we understand that God will never let something come to our lives that we're not able to overcome, wouldn't that change our perspective towards that problem? If we know that God is with us during that moment, you know what, God, I've been trusting you, but yet I'm having to go through this. But I know you're going to help me out through this. One of the many verses that helps me out is found in Romans 8.28. It says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. So we have to keep in mind that everything works for our good. Whether it might not seem that way at that moment, maybe if everything may seem against what it's saying, but everything is working for our good. In the background. If we hold on to God's word. If we hold on to God's hand. When the adversity and problems come. I will guarantee you that you will survive. We have two options. When the giants come we can freak out. Get upset. Get depressed. Run away. Feel defeated. Or we can understand that God is working in our lives. We can be like King Saul in the military and just hide. Or we can be like David and face the giant. Survival is a matter of trusting. Okay? Survival is a matter of trusting. When David hears the threats of Goliath, he is an, unable to do it. Just be there and do anything. So he's saying, man, I'm hearing them just talk all this noise. Goliath is talking all this mess. I need to do something about it. Even though I'm a little boy or whatever, I, I got to do something about it. He decides that he wants to do something. He goes on to express his desire to go up against the giant and fight him. Let's keep in mind, he did not have experience. The only experience that he had was being a, a pastor of some sheep. So let's keep in mind he did not have the, the training. He didn't have the, the experience. But yet he had that desire that I'm going to go ahead and take care of this giant. So what happens immediately he is criticized. The people around him doubted that he could even fight. But even though people doubted him, even though people criticized them, he didn't care because he had learned how to depend on God and God alone. He didn't depend on, on King Saul. He didn't depend on his own brothers. He said, you know what? It's, as long as God has my back, that's all that matters. David had learned about the promise of God. If we read some chapters before, he had been anointed already to be king of Israel. So he knew that God had a purpose for his life and he was not going to die that day. David had learned about God's protection. David had to fight against bears and lions to defend and sheep. So he said, you know what? I have some type of experience fighting 
these wild animals, I think I can take care of myself against this giant. He knew that he was going to go into battle with the God Almighty on his side. His trust was not placed in the army. His trust was not placed in the armor. His trust was placed in God. The same God that had protected him and given him the victory on the hilltop, it was the same God that was going to help him in that valley. The people around him thought that Goliath was too big and that he was going to defeat poor little David. But David had a different perspective. He saw that giant. He said, you know what? He is too big for me to miss. I can hit that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There is a great lesson for us to learn from this. God did not save you. God did not choose you for some giant to come and just kill you. God did not save you for some giant to come and destroy you. God's purpose for your life is for you to be victorious. And the giant cannot destroy what God has done in your life already. The problems that come to our lives help us grow, help us to be stronger. There is no greater feeling than when you destroy a few giants in your life. There is no greater feeling than when you overcome some adversities in your life. Doesn't it great feel great when you overcome some bad things in your life? Say, so you know what, maybe I wasn't raised the right way, but you know what, I overcame that. You know what? Maybe my parents left me as a child, but you know what? I overcame that. You know what? Maybe I was left alone, but you know what? I overcame that. I lost my job, but I overcame that. I got sick, but I overcame that. My family, it seemed like it was going to get destroyed, but you know what? I overcame that. When we overcome those difficult moments our faith begins to grow once you come out of that circumstance in that adversity it may seem that you come out stronger how when we heard that saying before what doesn't kill you makes you stronger what doesn't kill you makes you stronger you didn't know how to pray but when you got on the other side of that storm you became a prayer warrior you really didn't know how to worship, but after on the other side of that storm, all you knew how to do was give God all the honor and all the praise. So don't curse the storm. You know what? Just lift your hands and tell God, you know what, God, I know you are there to help me. I know that you're there with me. I know you are preparing me for something greater. The same God that did all those things great things in the Bible is the same God today. As we read the stories and the Bible says that, you know, God opened the Red Sea. That God was able to multiply five loaves of bread and two fishes and feed a multitude of people. The same God that made the blind see and the crippled walk is the same God that is with us here this day. And just like he helped David and many others, I am here to tell you that God is here to help you as well. God will never fail those who put their trust in him. So where is your faith 
when the giants come into your life? Where is your trust when those problems and those adversities come into your life? Is it in the government? Is it in mankind? Is it in your finances? Is it in your own self? All those things can fail. The government can fail. Mankind can fail. Many other people can fail. Our finances can fail. But God will never fail you. If we are going to survive and defeat our giants, we need to depend on God alone. Survival is a matter of taking. Survival is a matter of taking. There comes time, there comes some time in our lives that our talk needs to stop and our actions need to take place. The time had come for David to face the giant. So I'm pretty sure King Saul says, man, you're doing all this talk and let's see if you can back that up. So it was time for David to take action. I'm sure David was upset. I'm sure David would have, you know, it says that he was sick of it. He was ready to go out into battle. So David walked to the valley and put himself face to face with the giant. And when I'm reading this, these stories, I'm, I just close my eyes and I just want to, you know, envision what was going on. And I can imagine Goliath saying, man, this poor little kid. A piece of cake. And the word of God says that he started to approach David to kill him. All David had to put is put a stone in his sling and take a shot. And that stone went right, in, right into his forehead. And that's all he had to do. There comes a time where our talk needs to stop and we need to start taking, taking by faith what we already know, take by faith what we already believe. We talk about God providing for us, but we still are worried about our finances. We talk about a God being with us in every situation, but it may seem at times that we're ready to give up and we're ready to throw in a towel. We talk about a God being in control, but yet we live our lives out of control. Shouldn't it be time for us to take everything we have in Christ? When David defeated Goliath, it was because he was willing to take everything God had for him. He said, I've been through some difficult times already. I am trusting in God. I, I'm just taking all of that in, and that's how I'm going to go into battle. When problems come and, you're, and you are face-to-face -face with your giant, the victory is already yours. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors with Christ. If God is with us, who can be against us? If God is with you, you tell me who can be against you. 
There is nothing and nobody that can stand against you if you are with God. Nothing can stand a fighting chance against you. Nothing can stand a fighting chance against your family. Nothing can stand a fighting chance against your finances. Nothing can stand a fighting chance against your marriage because you are with God. When the enemy is only here to come to kill and destroy, but we serve a God that is greater than any devil. There is a God that is here that we have that is better than any circumstance, that is greater than anything else, but we need to put our trust in him. We need to trust God and depend on him that he will lead us into victory. We need to do what David did. First, place your trust in the Lord. Second, believe that God can do everything he says in his word. To really believe it because if we're out there trying to face our problems and at our adversities with some doubt, guess what's going to happen? The devil's going to smell that like fresh cookies coming out of the oven. And he says, man, brother angel has some doubts in him. So we really need to believe what he says in his word. Number three, then we have to walk into the valley and put ourselves in front of that giant and begin to fight. Begin to fight with prayer. Begin to fight with unity. Begin to fight with fasting. Putting our trust in God and God will help us overcome anything and give us the victory from that problem. Let me tell you something, City Church. Each and one of you are a giant killer. You are a giant killer. Not because you have all the power, but because you serve the God that's all-powerful. Not because you have the perfect aim, but you serve a God that never misses. Not because you deserve everything, but because God has promised you to give you Everything and victory is part of it. So I invite you to stand firm and to take what is yours your family, your finances, everything. I want you guys to start analyzing yourself and say, you know what? This belongs to me. Start thinking about it. I'm about to end the message, but I want you guys to start thinking about what is it that belongs to you? And for some reason or another, you really haven't had total control over it. I invite you to stand firm and to take what is yours. I invite you to stand firm and be a game changer. Be a game changer. Throw a curveball to the devil and say, you know what? I am a game changer. You thought you had me defeated. You thought you had me, but guess what? I am still here standing. I am still here standing. You know, the more you attack me, the more I pray. The more you try to attack my family, the more I'm going to lift my hands and worship God. So you keep on going, buddy. You know, when we do that, the devil's going to be like, man, I give up. Let me tell you that God is with you during your problem. God is there with you during your pain. God is with you 
during the storm. And I remember telling this story to the student. I, I may have said it here, but I'm going to say it again. There was an Indian boy in the tribes that whenever that boy was ready to become a man, he was sent off to the woods all by himself. So there he goes, this boy scared out of his mind and says, oh, I'm going to be here all by myself all night. Nobody's going to be there with me. He's, his job is to stand, to sit down in a log blindfolded throughout the whole night in the middle of the woods. If he overcomes that, he is ready to become a man. So the little boy is sitting there blindfolded with his eyes closed. I'm sure he hears noises. I'm sure he might hear some wild animals walking beside him. I'm, I'm sure he imagined a lot of things that was going to happen. But he just stayed there. His job was to stay there until he would see the sunshine rays come through the blindfold and say, okay, the day has come. I'm ready to take off the blinds. So he takes off the blinds and he finds his father there watching him throughout the whole night to make sure that nothing was happening to him. See, that is our God that is with us throughout the storm, throughout the time that we're there facing our giants, throughout the time, those difficult moments in our lives, our God is there taking care of us, making sure that nothing bad is going to happen to you. I know you're going through some pain. I know you're going through some issues in your lives. I know that you're going through some adversities, but guess what? I'm watching to make sure that everything is going to come out okay. I am with you. I know, guys, it's, more, it's, 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 it's easier said than done. I understand that. But it's in those difficult times that God is just trying to see if we are ready for the next level. If we are ready to overcome and say, you know what, buddy, you are ready for the next level. Let me go ahead and bless your life even more. I think you are ready for this blessing. Let me go ahead and bless your life more. You see, because the trials and the test is not to make us better or stronger. Because let me tell you this, because when we get tested in school, it's not to make us better. You already need to know what you're going to have to test for. It's just to test you to see if you are ready for the next level. The test is coming. We're like, all right, I already know how to overcome this. I know what I believe. I, I believe in God and I trust God. So when it's coming, you pass that test, guess what? You're going to the next level. In the next level, more blessings are going to come. Greater things are going to come your way. I'm going to go ahead and ask you all to stand. Just like that Indian boy is there at night, God is here with you as well. It could have been King Saul or one of the soldiers, but it was David that took that challenge. And face the giant. He was the true game changer that day. On this day, you can hide in your tent and do nothing, thinking that maybe this will end soon. 
You can be there, do nothing, thinking that this situation will go away on its own. But let me tell you that it won't go away if you do not deal with it. It would only get closer and closer until it destroys you. I encourage you to stand firm and face your problem. I encourage you to stand firm and face your adversity. Face the giant with prayer, with fasting, with unity. When those difficult times come to your life, find someone close to you and say, you know what, help me pray. We serve a God Almighty that is able to do anything. I invite you to let God take control. You have tried doing all these things on your own all this time, but where has that gotten you? Trust God and let God take control. If you want to kill your giant, why not start today? Be a game changer. The word of God says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. There are many giants that have threatened our lives already. There are many giants that have threatened our families. There are many giants that have threatened our marriage. Is anyone here to say, I've had enough? Is anybody here said, you know what, I've had enough and I'm here to come and get what is mine.